The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome. As always, it brings a smile to my heart to see you and to be with you on these happy hour evenings. Last week we touched on, or I touched on, generosity as a fundamental development that the Buddha was said to have felt preceded all else in Buddhist practice. And not just preceded it, but accompany immersion in the practice. He said, you know, I, I was reading a sutta today in which it was, uh, the Buddha was said to have noted that immersion in the practice accompanied by ethics will be beneficial and fruitful. So we spent some time connecting the virtue of generosity to the ways we can offer kindness or compassion to others, understanding that those qualities grow out of empathy and concern for the welfare of others and for ourselves. And I shared a quote from Ajahn Suchito that suggested we have to get in touch with how our own hearts are wounded or numbed in order to access this empathy. Maybe you're lucky enough that your heart is not wounded or numbed, and that's great. But many of us have been through um, enough in life that our hearts need a healing process. And that uh, healing has an important role to play in being able to extend these qualities. And actually, extending the qualities helps bring about the healing. So it's worth spending some time on cultivating the conditions for the heart-mind um, to heal and grow our capacities. For many of us, the ways in which our hearts might have been wounded or numbed, whether in huge ways or in small ways, require uh, reestablishing a sense of safety and security. Sometimes things have happened that have made us feel very unsafe. Maybe our psychological or physical survival was threatened at a very, at a vulnerable age or at some other point in the course of our lives. And, you know, we're quite vulnerable to ideas, you know, thinking that we generate, um, as we look at conditions in the world, but thinking that is, that is not so helpful to us, thinking that makes us feel a threat when maybe there is or isn't that threat, but we, we can take it pretty far. So as a result of that kind of thinking, um, which is really sometimes considered kind of called a mental construction, um, sometimes people reach a lot of negative conclusions about themselves, or we can actually also reach um, incorrect aggrandized conclusions about ourselves. So um, when we reach these negative conclusions or even the positive ones or the aggrandized ones, I should say, sometimes it's really trying to serve the purpose of emotional survival. So if we define ourselves as the problem, then we can fix it. Or if we define ourselves as the solution, you know, maybe we feel safe. 
Um, whereas if another person is the problem and is somehow more powerful, felt to be more powerful, we might have no hope. So this psychological process is a way of trying to regain some control, but it actually injures the heart over time to for our thoughts to create either aggrandized or negative self-views. So what can be required in this healing of the heart that helps us extend these beautiful qualities of kindness and compassion is to realize that these views of ourselves are not true. Um, to recognize the origins of distorted thinking like this, you know, kind of respect that it was a way at one point of trying to survive things that felt threatening and to forgive ourselves for any distortions we've told ourselves. Things like I'm not good enough or other people are really a problem or, you know, these various ways that we have of blaming ourselves or others for suffering. So what's counterintuitive in this whole mix is that often the best way to feel safe and secure and one of the best ways to heal is to become a source of safety for ourselves and for others. And it's really helpful to contemplate what sorts of things can help us feel emotionally or psychologically safe for ourselves and others. So one of the big uh, ways to do this is the commitment to what is called wise action. Very powerful way to keep ourselves and others safe, not killing, not stealing, not lying, not using one's sexuality in harmful ways, and not taking intoxicants. Um, these are primary ways to become an oasis of safety for ourselves and others if we dedicate ourselves to these things and explore the subtle nuances of them. I doubt that anyone here uh, engages in the egregious levels of those things. So over time, mindfulness practice starts to show us how um, those who have harmed us have done so out of ignorance or perhaps because they themselves were subjected to harm in such a way that they become conditioned to treat others in harmful ways. And we can begin to extend wishes for these people or ourselves that they, that they or we come to the end of harming. And sometimes we can forgive others or ourselves without agreeing with or countenancing what was done. Even if we can't forgive, we can see that terrible conditions um, existed that brought about harming behavior. So sometimes we can begin to see ourselves as, you know, maybe cultivating the solutions to cruelty and unkindness by committing to kindness and compassion as principles by which we will live we begin to approach the healing with this quality of mercy towards anyone, including us, who have been wrongheaded in this world. Finally, we go through this process in these evenings of happy hour, saying kindness phrases or compassion phrases or sympathetic joy or equanimity phrases to all beings in sequence. And the more we do that, that process in itself 
starts to land with us and realize that we start to realize that all beings include us <laughs> and include others that have been problematic and that all beings want and desire deserve to be profoundly peaceful and happy. So with those comments, um, let's begin our meditation. Perhaps by cultivating and attending to what this body needs, being with it with some care. What can help the body during this meditation to feel as comfortable as it can with its current conditions? Perhaps even to feel some sense of healing from the words we're going to say. Giving your body the time to Let go, perhaps, of any extra tensions or preoccupations. Release or soften whatever can be softened. And accepting, allowing whatever cannot be softened or released. Accepting it just as it is as one of the conditions the body, mind, and heart can hold. Giving space for whatever thoughts or feelings are present right now. Letting them be there, letting them arise, pass through, be known. The conditions that we're bringing to this sitting deserve respect, deserve care. And perhaps one of the intentions of our sitting can be healing anything in those thoughts and feelings that isn't sitting so well. Allowing with kindness anything at all that is being sensed, thought, felt, known, and all the conditions that led to how things are internally and externally right now. And then perhaps turning your reflections towards someone, 
whom you feel has shown you kindness or who embodies kindness for you. Maybe they're someone you know well or someone you don't know that well, but you've seen them to be a kind person, a kind influence. Bringing that person to mind. Seeing any mental images. I'm thinking any thoughts or memories, any words that bring them into your mind and heart. Allowing some kind thoughts to be sent their way. Perhaps whispering quietly in the mind, may you experience well-being. And radiate well-being towards others. Allowing yourself to imagine them receiving well-being and giving well-being. Allowing that to feel good. May you be free from harm. Safe. And may you be safe for others. Wishing for this person complete freedom from harm, complete safety, and that they can be an oasis of safety for other people and beings. Seeing them as a resting place for safety. May you be happy. Thoroughly contented. And may you radiate that happiness to others. Wishing this beautiful feeling for this person and then seeing them radiating happiness, how that would bring 
delight to the hearts of people around them, creatures around them. And wishing them, may you be at ease. And may your ease put others at ease, peaceful. Seeing how this person's good qualities enable others to feel very easeful in their presence, free of worry, free of concern. Wishing them, may you be free and offer freedom to others. Really appreciating how when someone like this person enjoys well-being, is safe and free from harm, is happy and at ease, and embodies a generosity that can offer these same qualities to others, how they become a resource for freedom. May you continue to be a resource for freedom for yourself and all who surround you. And then perhaps extending this feeling to someone who's close to you, seeing that person or that being at their best, remembering all their good qualities, how they are when they're really a treasure in your life. This can be a fellow adult, it can be a child, an infant, even a beloved pet. Any 
any being to whom you feel close, and sending these same wishes to that dear one, this person or creature about whom you feel good. May you experience well-being and radiate well-being to others. May you be free from harm, entirely safe. And may you offer that safety to others. Seeing how this person or being in their best moments offers this feeling of safety. A comfortable feeling. Sending them the wish, may you be happy. And may that contentedness and happiness radiate outwards to all around you. And wishing this being or person ease, may you be at ease, peaceful, and may you offer that ease to others. And when they are at their best, feeling well, safe, happy, at ease, seeing this dear one as a source of freedom, freedom for themselves, freedom for you, freedom for others. Seeing that lightness whenever it's there.
And then allowing these same wishes that you have for this dear one to come into your own heart, bringing yourself to mind, seeing images of yourself, doing something kind or some good that you've brought to anyone in your life, even if it's a a small thing, but something that was helpful, allowing yourself to have that memory fill your heart, to see your goodness, see your kind intentions, Could be to someone you know, or even total strangers. And extending these same wishes to this heart. May I experience well-being. May well-being contribute to healing me and may it radiate out to others in my life. May I be free from harm, safe, and offer that safety, become a refuge of safety for others in my life. May I be contented and happy. May I offer happiness to others. Become a source in being well and safe, free from harm. May that bring happiness to others. may I be at ease and offer ease and peace to other beings around me. 
so that there's some freedom there for me and for them. And continuing in silence to offer kind wishes to yourself, to your close friend, to the person who's been beneficial in your life or the being.
And is always, as is always the case with these evenings, if what came up was painful, recognizing that we have to see and acknowledge pain um, and harm that's come to us or difficulty before it can heal, just as, and that's, that's as healing in many ways as any beautiful qualities that arose in the heart. So allowing plenty of room for your own experience, whatever that might have been. And we now um, have time in our evening to be able to share uh, with others, with a small group. And the idea is not just sharing, but also being inspired by each other. It's very often the case that we can learn a lot from one another about practice and about and get inspired by things that other people offer or say. And the idea is to share whatever feels comfortable or right for you and for others to listen sincerely, uh, listen deeply to what is being shared and respect that the other person doesn't need advice. They don't need commentary at all. They're going to learn from their own heart, from their own experience and you will probably learn by noticing what comes up in you as you listen. So enjoy the 10 minutes together, and I'll bring you back um, in 10. If you get in into a room where uh, there aren't enough people, there's only you, don't panic. I will send you to another room. <laughs> 